at you live from my home studio in beautiful La Puente, California. This is the All Dodgers Podcast. Hey, that's how you do a rebrand issue. Say the wrong place that you're in. But on today's show, yes, I launched a website. We launched a website. I'll talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about the rebranding here on the channel and on the stuff. Uh, plus, the Dodgers get busy. On a Monday, on a very wet Monday here in L.A., bring you back uh, Ryan Brazier. You trade away longtime Dodger Caleb Ferguson. We'll break that down. Plus, uh, Mookie Betts appears to have pissed off some people with uh, bulletin board material, as they call it in the business. That plus some more uh, Dodger Fest, Fan Fest, all that stuff, takeaways on another edition of All Dodgers Live. I am Clint Pasillas. You can find me as Real FRG on the social media things and at alldodgers.com. Um, give this thing a thumbs up while you're here, guys. That really goes a long way in helping out the channel, helping out the platform. Subscribe if you have not. Hit that notification bell. You see the things on there that uh, alerts you as to when we happen to go live here on the channel. And if you can't watch live, Go find the podcast. It's uh, what is it? All Dodgers with Clint Pasillas. We are part of the Believe Network of podcasts. But quick, quick bit of uh, notes and housekeeping. Yes, uh, we did. I did. Um, well, we did the rebrand. It's officially, you know, at All Dodgers and All Dodgers, and then we got the logo on there. Working on a, a new official logo at some point, but we also. Launched the website, alldodgers.com. Uh, talked about it on the social media a little bit. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It'll be you know slowly building it out and building it up into something that we hope is cool and fun and sustainable and you know useful for delivering um, Dodgers content with uh, I don't know with without a, one a thousand ads and and two just. You know, fair and balanced, but still critical takes about your Dodgers team. So, uh, I want to thank my um, my business partner in this, Mr. Stan Park, for helping push into this, and you know, I pushed him at times and all that kind of stuff, and we made this thing uh, come together. And again, it's going to keep on growing. Hopefully, this is just you know the first day of the site being around, so we still got to clean up some things and do all the little stuff that makes it a website. So, um. Thumbs up on that if you guys appreciate the channel. So um, we are going to build up and build out some things before I consider adding any staff. Hopefully, I would like to, if we're having anybody write for the website, I would like to be able to pay people, but I need we need to be able to make money on it before we can start paying things. So, you know, it takes some time to get there. But again, for right now, it'll just be me and uh, Mrs. FRG on the keys with my guy Stan uh, keeping things clean and tidy on the back end. So again, I appreciate anybody who has read so far. If you haven't read, I'll make sure to put um, a link to my first article there, kind of explaining some things and all that down in the uh, description below. But enough about that. Let us talk about uh, those Los Angeles Dodgers before we get into the headlines of the day of today, um, the Brazier trade and all that kind of stuff. Let's look back at the headline of the weekend. And yes, that is Mookie Betts bulletin board material. I don't know if anybody here, anybody watching feels like, you know, Mookie said something wrong. If Mookie was in the wrong, um, I, there's, there's different schools of thought on this one. You could, you could say that every team should feel like the, whoever they're playing that day is, should feel like a world series opponent. It should be the most important game of the day, but 
you know, Mookie said it, and he said it at the team's own fan fest, and everybody ran with it right away. As Mr. John Rod seventy seven in the chat says, Mookie didn't say anything wrong, and I have to agree with that. Give a couple points there, but of course, what does he say here? Every game is going to be the other team's World Series. That's what we signed up for, and <laughs> the team already had a target on its back before he said anything. This doesn't add much of anything. Uh, whoever was going to be the team to sign Shohei Otani was going to be the, you know, the, I guess we'll say the villain of the offseason and, and, you know, the, uh, or the village, villain of the upcoming season. And we know, you know, players were asked a lot at uh, FanFest there, Dodger Fest, about um, that, you know, idea of the team being a villain, team being the villains, and nobody really seemed to care that that much about it you know you should you should want to win you should want your team to want to win and why other fan bases would be upset about that it's a little stupid but again i want your guys thoughts on this uh rebecca says mookie was talking about the padres padres fans hey look at what they did last year at at, uh, their little fan fest thing where uh what was it fernando tatis was like oh yeah you know when we're celebrating the world series everybody be ready or something uh, pretty weak but at least mookie was somewhat fair there was not there was no challenges there was no dave roberts 2022 going in saying that you know the dodgers are going to win or was it last year i think it was 22 the dodgers will win the world series and all that kind of stuff they're going to be the world series winners very mid very basic take from marcus lynn betts did not call out any specific team or fan base you know, the Dodgers aren't geofencing and closing off ticket purchases to other fan bases to keep, you know, only LA fans in LA. You know, there's not there's not any sort of shenanigans happening. It's just it's one dude saying one thing about, hey, uh, you know, the other teams they're they're really gonna be looking forward to facing us. And admittedly, it'll be a World Series atmosphere because more fans will be in the other team's stadium because the Dodgers are in town, but Let's see. I be stroking my guy in the chat, and I think you're at FanFest. We did not have a chance to run into each other, which is unfortunate, but there's plenty of Dodger baseball to be going around this year in Will Hall. We'll hopefully see each other one way, shape, or form. Um, but I be stroking says Dodger Fest had over 30,000 attendees. That's the average MLB game attendance. Yeah, yeah, that's um, it was it was busy. It's kind of shocking. I don't know why so many people go there just to like sit in the, the seats and you know watch from afar, but it is what it is. You know, people uh, people should enjoy however they want to enjoy, I guess. But um, Nando three ninety said uh, Dodger Fest had more Ray, more fans than a Rays playoff game. We like that one. Sarah Morris likes what Bet says because it is true. It is true. Uh, I think we're all kind of in agree. Uh, we're in agreement on it, even as Dodgers fans. Like the reality is, the best team in any of the sports would, you know, if they're coming to your house, you're probably going to get more people wanting to go to your house, and everybody's going to try to beat that team more because they're the good team. Explained well. <clears throat> Mr. John Rod said no one got mad at Tatis because everybody knew then, uh, even then, that he was delusional, you know, when in Rome. Jorge, my guy, is also in the chat saying John Boy is insecure about Mookie because the Yankees suck. You know what? You know what? Miss Scoozy. Miss Scoozy. Um, yeah, John Boy, I think, was the one who kind of spread that quickest, which is, you know, do what you got to do there, Jimmy. Uh, Showtime LA. Mookie ain't wrong for everyone in the NL West. 
Um, hold on, wait, wait. Let me, let me say this. Try to do this words the right way. Mookie ain't wrong for everyone in the NL West outside of Arizona. I guess he's saying for everybody there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm wording it wrong or I'm emphasizing it, putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. But yeah, there's two teams that are going to be the powerhouses in uh, the NL West, and you know that'll be real fun to actually see the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. Yeah, Los Angeles Dodgers facing off and seeing how many fans still go out there and show up and show out at Dodger Stadium East in Arizona because I think Chase Field is going to be a nice wave, a nice sea of blue as it usually is. And uh, you can have a lot of bitter uh, Arizona Diamondbacks fans and you're going to have a lot of... Um, you know, cops on horses makes, making sure nobody, do, no Dodgers go for a nice swim in that pool there. Poorhouse picker, when you back it up on the field, MVP and World Series champion, you can say whatever you want. I like that one. I'm going to hit a different kind of belt because that is a damn good point. There's not a thing that Mookie Betts has done in his career that uh, says that he can't say what the hell he wants as long as it's reasonable and from a point of, of reality where, yeah, you know, keep saying it. Dodgers are going to be very, very, uh, they're going to be an important draw to these other ball clubs. Uh, ball, ball clubs? Ball clubs. James Rodriguez, Mookie knows that every city they go to seem to have more fans than any other team that uh, that's showing up. Yes, this is what this team does. They draw, they draw, they draw. This is why we love uh, them, them Los Angeles Dodgers. I've seen this one a few times for you, so i got to drop it in there for our, carni- our guy, Carnivorous Lunar Activity, saying F the pitch clock. F the pitch clock. Let's see. Let's let's give it a... That's what she said. That works there. Uh, get a couple more in here, and then we will uh, move on. Uh, Maddie Man 5 Dodge says, I'm so confused as to which part we're talking about currently. Mookie Betts. Insane comments about World Series aspirations here. Uh, there's a there's an arm in my way, so I got to look around it to be like, every game is going to be like the other team's World Series. Thank you, Mookie. Don't want to keep going in uh, too much on that one. So let's get one more comment and then we'll get the hell out of here uh, and move on to the next topic. Um, but let's get two more comments. Let's see. Maddie Man 5. Oh, Maddie Man 5 Dodge. All Dodgers. Yes. We did the rebrand. I did the rebrand. Um, hopefully people understand. Pe- people appreciate it. I think it will be easier to stick on topic. Uh, hopefully drawing some more, some new fans looking for Dodgers content because there was nothing in any of my, any of my um, name or, or whatever that said, Hey, this is a Dodgers thing. Not that I ever wanted to solely stick to Dodgers on the channel, but you know what? We'll, we'll do this until we don't do it. We're going to keep doing it. Um, what was it? I saw one I wanted to get, and then, uh, then we will move on. That's just, I'll, I'll end here on uh, on Noah Ortega chanting "Beat LA" screams like it's it's like the World Series and everywhere you go, you hear "Beat LA" because they, uh, they you know what? these teams are these these teams are jelly. As Chris says, people are just jealous. Other teams have said the same thing, but it's because people have a hate boner for the Dodgers. Uh, I dig it. I like it. And. Uh, Let's um let's move on. One other bit of housekeeping on the channel it will be a busy week. I understand. I haven't done as much of like the standalone content uh, a little bit while I've been a little bit busy. Of course, we've had the site uh, you know kind of coming together in the back end, but 
This week will be fun. It will be busy. We'll be jam-packed with content. Uh, I'm dropping spring training preview series this week with uh, some faces joining the channel and, and chatting with me about uh, about a few different you know areas of importance for this Dodgers team. Uh, so we should have a video Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, plus we'll be back live again on Thursday. Next Thursday, the 15th in honor of Valentine's Day, I'll have a special uh, guest that we have not seen uh, on on uh, in content with me in a long, long time, but um, uh, you guys hear him on the radio all the time. So uh, keep a keep an ear out, keep an eye out for uh, next week when if everything lines up, my friend Corporate Greg will be joining the show. Let's move on. Let's let's talk now about the busy day for your Dodgers because uh, they decided to get busy on a Monday. They. Quick, uh, first thing in the morning, announce the trade or the trade goes down, sending longtime Dodger Caleb Ferguson to the New York Yankees for a couple of dudes highlighted by uh, Matt Gage, who is a, um, a lefty. He's a kind of minor league journey. He's very much every every aspect of the phrase, a journeyman pitcher. Uh, pitched in the Mexican leagues. Uh, he's pitched in indie ball. He, I mean, I guess kind of one in the same, but not really. Um, and uh, I think it was six other major league teams. When he has pitched at the, at the big league level, he's been very good. He's been solid. I think he had like a one, an ERA under two in 16 games. He walks some dudes, but um, definitely walks some dudes. But anytime you can get a pitcher with upside and talent coming to the Dodgers, uh, working with this Dodgers coaching staff, working with Mac, Mark Pryor, working with Connor McGinnis. You guys, you guys know what they do to pitchers, including the guy they also brought back, Mr. Ryan Brazier. Huge deal, important deal for this team. They really wanted this guy. We heard about a lot about Ryan Brazier over the last couple of weeks, and it hit a point where I was like, I'm not too sure they're actually going to bring this guy back because if it was going to happen, could have happened a few times, but a uh, two-year deal for Ryan Brazier, upwards of $13 million, a solid deal, really, really solid deal. Another one that's um, you know, a relatively low-risk, high-reward deal for the Dodgers because if he's as good as he was when he came here to L.A. last year in his 39 games, posting an ERA of 0. 0.7, um, if you're anywhere near that good, uh, the Dodgers are going to have a very, very good one. Of course, you lose Ferguson. I don't know that Ferguson was one of the 13 best pitchers available on the Dodgers roster. And he's a guy who's out of minor league options. They weren't going to, they weren't ever going to, to, you know, DFA or center of the minors, even if they could, because he's, he's, you know, he didn't have a terrible year last year, but again, just was not one of the 13 best pitchers um, on the roster. You know, I see Carlos, Carlos Mades right now just said uh, Vessio is the weakest link. Well, if you look back to yesterday, Ferguson was the weakest link. So now it's kind of Vessia, but I don't see Vessia going anywhere. Uh, he is the lone lefty, um, like kind of, you know, power arm lefty in the pen. Of course, Ryan Yarbrough will be there. Um, but you look at Yarbrough, he's somebody that's probably starting games to open the season, or at least being an opener in the rotation. Um, back, back to the air quotes guys. Um, 
He's or, or or if he's not, if Yarbrough is not somebody that's opening games, he's definitely going to be somebody that is uh, a long guy. He's going to be the bulk inning guy or whatever. So Ferguson maybe could have done that as well, but now he gets a chance to get out of L.A. He goes to the Yankees. I almost wonder, and I wrote about it in, in an article I dropped on alldodgers.com today. Check it out. One of the things I, I wondered is, uh, well, it's two things. I don't know if I put it in the article or not, but I wonder if he did request a trade because we haven't really seen him. I don't know. I might have missed if somebody answered my question earlier about was he at FanFest because I don't recall seeing Caleb Ferguson at FanFest or any of the other um, events that have gone on. Busy. It's been a busy-ass two weeks for the Dodgers, by the way. So I'm very glad I'm not in the direct you know, <laughs> coverage media like pool right now because uh that 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 shit gets stressful but i don't recall seeing ferguson anywhere i and i don't know i don't know that he was um i I would imagine he either asked for a trade or they told him hey we're trying to move you you just don't make sense for this roster right now but it's kind of my opinion wild speculation having some fun because why not it's monday but uh, again this is overall as i said in the article uh, a net positive day for the Dodgers. You add um, the other kid. I don't even remember his name. Christian some Christian Zavala or, or or something like that. I forget exactly what it was. I should probably just look it up right now, real quick. But um, you know, you add this dude, and uh, you know he's solid. He's he's um, why is that art? Oh, I, I okay. I understand. I understand now how this works. I want to find the name just because I'm I'm like that. Where's the name right here? Uh, yeah, Christian Zazueta. I don't know that name, but um, 19-year-old. Um, anytime you can get a young young pitcher with any sort of upside in this organization, the earlier the better. He's either going to help the team immediately or help the team down the road as uh, – or not immediately. He's either going to help the team as a trade guy or down the road as somebody who can join into the bullpen or get into the bullpen, get into the rotation, whatever it is. But um, – Fleeceman does his job again. Matt Gage again. Uh, the, uh, we're going to start seeing the Matt, uh, Matt Gage truthers rise, I imagine, because this is somebody who like, he's been solid when he, like I said, he's been solid when he has seen Major League time, and I'm I'm curious to see him work with this uh, with this front office and uh, work with this coaching staff, and maybe just maybe he is one of the left-handed options. I, I don't imagine this guy breaks breaks with uh, the team in spring training. I don't imagine him um, barring, you know, significant injuries or a few injuries or, you know, I mean, along the, the injury train, you know, if, Tri- if Trinan can't come back, if Fire Eisen isn't hurt or isn't healthy, if Danny Hudson isn't healthy or, or opts out of his deal uh, because he's not going to get a chance to make the, uh, the opening day roster, um, you know, maybe a Matt Gage sneaks on, but he still has options, so that's good for him. But um, oh, again, overall net positive day. As I said, bullpen better now because uh, they got. I mean, in my opinion, they got rid of Ferguson and they brought in Brazier. So that's just, that's a that's a good trade. You're 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 improving your team on the on the fringes the the best way you can right there, and uh, and then you give yourself active roster um, flexibility 
another one of the things this team really loves. But let me get your guys' thoughts on this. Uh, Carlos says, Vessi and Ferguson were the weakest links. I agree. Hector X acting, asking about uh, Nick Frasso, what happened to Nick Frasso. So um, they, it was revealed that he had uh, shoulder uh, tore his uh, labrum in his shoulder last year towards the end of the season. Um Underwent surgery for the torn labrum. Uh, I think one of the only people who kind of knew about it a little bit was uh, was our guy Casey Porter at Dodgers Daily. He he uh, he dropped a clip about you know alluding to something you know coming up. Uh, I think it was late last week in in one of his uh, one of his live shows. So he uh, Frasso is a guy who's missing the entirety of the 2024 season, which is tough. I think I think if there's one move that could really or I mean, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Like, like if Mookie Betts spontaneously can bust, that would be very bad for the team. But you know, a lot of people don't know much about Nick Frasso. I mean, plenty of people do, but you know, we haven't seen him at the big league level yet. But I think he is somebody that has the potential to have a huge, lasting impact on the success of this team this year. Because now, I mean, yeah, he was an option to be a a spot starter if the team really really needed it if they needed somebody in the bullpen or whatever it is in in a in a tough situation in a pinch he's somebody they could have called up for sure but more so he was somebody that was going to anchor that triple a rotation so now you need one more of the other guys to be in that triple a rotation and be an important cog to um to that uh to that whole dynamic or whatever you want to call it you know they have the um they have those the two. I did the NRI video. I mentioned it, but they have a couple of guys that Eliezer Hernandez, I think, was one, and there was another guy they signed um, whose name escapes me right now. Another longtime kind of journeyman pitcher dude. Those guys are going to definitely be, in, you know, in that AAA rotation. Um, Landon Knack, Kyle Hurt. Uh, who else? River Ryan will be a part of that AAA rotation, but at some point in time, where if you needed a River Ryan or you needed, you want to move Kyle Hurt to the bullpen, or you want to move Michael Grove to the bullpen. Uh, Gavin Stone, of course, is going to be a big part of all of it. Jesse Hahn was the name I was looking for. Um, you know, I think this is going to be the one. The Nick Frasso injury, him missing the year with that to- uh, that shoulder surgery. Um, it it pushes uh, it it you know pushes everybody up a little bit up a rung and it, and it just kind of hurts the overall depth of the team. It's not going to be major, but it's going to be one of those sneaky things where it's like shit. If we had this dude, this dude wouldn't be here, or we wouldn't need him here, and then he could help out here and yada yada. Anyways, very talky, very wordy wordy. So let's talk more about you, and then it'll be more wordy wordy meads uh, things for me. Um, Let's see. We got a lot from <laughs> Jorge said there was no sign of uh, Turd Ferguson at Dodger Fest, so we have that confirmed. No sign of him. Rebecca also said Fergie hadn't been at anything recently, so I would say that maybe just maybe there was something uh, happening there in the background, as uh, something that's about to happen in the foreground. Uh, thanks to Diane reminding us to smash that like button here for all Dodgers and Clint Nation, as we call it here, on a not thirsty Monday. I did not pour myself a beverage. I'm just having a monster because uh, your boy's been working today. By working, I mean it's mostly sitting on your ass and typing and clicking things. You know, it's a whole, it's a whole lifestyle. I'll tell you guys. <laughs> uh, golf Grouch, love that. It's a great name. So the Dodgers are getting the support that only a Brazier 
Or, sorry, only a brazier can provide. You know, only, only a... I get it. I get the comment. It's a solid comment. I appreciate that. Um, I I didn't see the intro conversation or intro to this conversation, but I see my guy, IB Stroken, uh, responding to One Dragon about... Um, Something about the, the the villain label. I probably should. I, I saw a lot of things. If you guys are having a conversation, I probably should just leave you all alone. But yeah, I would rather be a villain. Uh, I'd rather have the Dodgers be a villain because that means they did something good. They did something we really wanted them to do um, this offseason. Roy says, you're not a Dodger fan if you think we are the dark side. That line of thinking is for the opposing fan base. Our front office has given us the best chance to win. You know, I... I um, Sat back and and you know rewatched all of the uh, the interviews from FanFest, and we'll talk more about those in a little bit. You know some of the things that affect the team moving forward. But um, you know one of the things I liked was was uh, you know I think Mookie had pointed out like you know when I signed here they said we're always going to be going for it like we were going to be in on trying to win every year, going to be in on the right prospects or, or on, on signing the right people. You heard it from Freddie as well about the team trying to make the right moves in the right spots. Um, you know, this team, this front office absolutely put its money where its mouth is. It backed up. Um, I mean, it backed up the Brinks truck for sure. Backed up the Guggenheim truck uh, to, to make these guys, make these moves keep on happening. But um, you know they 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 proved they absolutely proved that they were tired of getting beat. This team was tired of 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 having uh, getting embarrassed in that first round or running out of pitchers and running out of X or Y or Z. Well, they they got every letter. They got all the alphabet this winter, and it's a very very fun to watch. Um, Young Yi points out that after Thursday, of course, pitchers and catchers report this week, guys. Massive week. My favorite time of year. I don't know about y'all. At Thursday, the Dodgers could or should, but could have three or four spots available on the 40-man roster. Who could fill in those spots? Brazier will get one because he is not uh, He's not going to get, uh, or he's signed, but they're not going to announce it until they could make uh, a 60-man IL designation. So that's not going to happen for a little bit. Um, Clayton Kershaw is another guy who could fill one of those spots. Beyond that, Really no idea. Um, is, is Wandy Rodriguez still available if they want another lefty? Uh, um, could could be a thing. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I, I responded to a comment earlier on the Twitter. Somebody asked, like, hey, you think they're going to make any more moves? And I'm like, I, I would usually say I don't think so outside of some of the minor league deals that tend to happen. But I don't know that anything else exceptional is going to happen at this point. But then again... This has been a very different offseason for this front office. So they got some room to play with, and that's the important thing. But one of those guys, one of those spots needs to be um, earmarked for Mr. Clayton Edward Kershaw, I would imagine. And I think, I think I see something important, guys. It's a super chat from Showtime LA. Thank you. My friend Showtime Ally, four ninety nine super chat. We love the super chats. Hypes us up, and by us I mean me, because it's cool. It's nice. Appreciate support like that. I mean, appreciate you guys just watching too. It's also supportive. But anytime it's a four ninety nine super chat, deserve a little dance. So do that. But Clint, how many more moves do the Dodgers have left in them? Um, I guess I'm kind of answering the same one again. And how likely is a trade for Scott Class A or Devin Williams? 
So I got an article I'm going to drop tomorrow about uh, the Devin Williams situation. Teaser, spoiler. I don't know that that happens only because this this the the farm system is in a precarious spot. This Dodgers farm system is it's good. It's definitely you if you flash forward ten months, going to be graded. I I feel very very highly. Um, it, it will get a lot more respect than it's getting right now amongst the you know the prospects uh evalu- the talent evaluators the the all those type of people but right now let's say what was the deal uh, it was like a two for one deal i forgot what it was but the deal that uh the the Orioles made to to bring in Corbin Burns like some people some Dodgers people are like oh my god that's it we could have done that you know I don't know. I don't. I'll, I'll pull back a little bit and say, and I don't know that the, the 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 prospect depth. I don't think the prospect trade capital is enough right now for the Dodgers to get a major move done. Unless they're they're really overwhelming a team with like you know the you, know, you can throw in a Kyle Hurt and and really like all of the pitching, throw in a Miguel Vargas, as many people as they can. Andy Pajes, who's back swinging from his. Um, from his uh, shoulder injury and shoulder surgery, there's just not enough. There's not enough bodies there uh, to not have to just overwhelm the Milwaukee Brewers to get a deal done. So, and that's not a, that's not a move that's in the Dodgers' pocket as much as they might want a guy, as we've seen over the years. They won't force going out and getting him. That's why they didn't go out and, and force the the uh, Eduardo Rodriguez move last year. They they, they didn't really force the Dylan Cease trade last year because of how much uh, talent the team wanted back. Um, it's not what they do. So Devin Williams, I would definitely say lower in the realm of possibility. Class A, kind of this. Oh, no, no. Scott, kind of the same just because he has he has a window of, um, you know, team control that makes his, you know, the movement of him, or him being moved that much more expensive or lucrative for the other teams. Uh, he would be the guy I think we all want most. The Emmanuel Class A, um, who was it? I think it was John Morosi threw out something earlier today saying um, that right now there's no motivation for the Guardians to move him. So that would say to me that they <laughs> Cleveland would want a massive amount of, of prospect capital to get a deal done. And, you know, if the Dodgers are as weak in the farm system right now, public, you know, with the overall – a general eye of of um, other teams or, or again the talent evaluators they don't have like the five or ten you know, the five or seven top prospects like they've had top one hundred guys like they've had in years past um, they've already traded away a lot of a lot of talent this this year this winter with Pepio with uh, Deluca with um, Bush who else was in the Bush trade I forget words are hard right now but uh, to button it up. They don't have enough prospect capital to get the deal done. That's it. I said it about five different ways or five different times, but that's what you get for $4.99 here on All Dodgers, guys. Appreciate that. BC says we're sa- we we are saving baseball. A dynasty would be fantastic for ratings. I don't know that I agree with it. I, I mean, as a Dodger fan, I love it. As a Dodger fan, I, I would agree enough with it. But I think um, I think general fan base gets bored seeing the same same teams play each other a whole bunch. On the flip side, I think also when you have unknown teams, 
um, you know, facing off in a World Series or a Super Bowl or what have you. Like if it was the the Royals facing the Rays, that would be a god awful World Series for the general public. Um, we already saw the kind of Dodger fatigue around the league after they made, you know, what was it, three of four uh, World Series in a row. I would say the Dodgers are doing their part to try to save baseball. It's just not being appreciated by other people on the outside. But uh, fantastic for ratings? I don't know. That's not my business here. I'm not in the business of the ratings. I'm in the business of making an ass of myself and having drinks online, even though I don't have a drink today. But appreciate the comment, BC. Um, Let's see. Mr. Slash X says, can we get a proven shortstop? You know, I'll talk a little bit about it as Samuel Ellis is also in the chat. Appreciate you. I'm behind in the comments as again, so I will scroll up. I will get through them a little bit quicker. Proven shortstop. You know, they say Willie Adamas is available, but right now I, I, I've decided to be all in on, on Gavin Lux. You know, I've been, I've been harsh on him over the years. Deservedly, I feel at times. Um, give Lux a chance. He's playing his natural position for the first time, um, and I think that's going to mean something. He seems he seems really hyped. One guy uh, I, I would also say seems really hyped is uh, also Justin uh, Justin Lamas or Yamas, whichever way I'm saying it, I'll say it wrong each way. Um, also joins us in the chat. Rebecca saying pitchers and catchers report in three days. Um, um, uh, Adam is in a Laker Dodger chat at the same time. Cool. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate you hanging out with us either way. Um, Sarah saying the Dodgers want to give Lux a chance, and I think he's earned it. I think he's earned it. But the other thing I was going to say as we um, move into our final kind of part of the show here is uh, I want to talk about some of the things that broke at at uh, at Dodger Fest. Some of the things that came out uh, uh, out from. The players from Dave Roberts and all that. We will talk about the lineup for a second, but we don't. We're not getting there quite yet. But one of the things I liked was um, the excitement of Gavin Lux's double play partner, Mookie Betts. The excitement of Mookie talking about playing short or playing second base full time, and him really wanting to prove to himself and prove to the league like he he wants to he wants to go out there and win a Gold Glove as a second baseman, and I think that's something. That um, it's 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 cool to see him be motivated to to see Mookie Betts be motivated for something on the baseball field. Uh, I think it's going to really benefit him and uh, and the Dodgers this coming season. So I thought that was cool. I thought that was fun to see Mookie talk about um, you know talk about that talk about wanting to go out there and prove himself that you know he could win a uh, win a Gold Glove there at uh, second base. Um, I understand there's a comment I'm supposed to read, but it's uh, slowly being typed. <laughs> oh, I'm giving giving hell here, giving hell. Rebecca's rooting for Lux. If we were talking about the infield here here for a second, I see my guy IB stroking. Uh, good comment here, as I'm, I'm as I found it. Uh, the detractors can't have it both ways. If we're going back a little bit here, the detractors can't have it both ways. They can't complain about the Dodgers or that the Dodgers are choker and the 2020 chip doesn't count while at the same time have Dodger fatigue. I would agree. I, w- I guess I would agree with that for sure. Um, on the other hand, have you ever met people? Is people, you know, suck. People, people bad. People the worst. It's my opinion. Professional opinion, of course. Um, 
Mr. Slash X, giving some love to the Dodgers here. The Dodgers are paying these players the new living wage. Inflation is a new normal. You can't call the Dodgers villains. It's a good point. That's a good topic, or that's a good uh, that's a good thought on it as well. Um, you know, uh, who was it? I think I think it was Walker Bueller was asked about you know that concept, or it was either Walker Bueller or Blake Trinan. Um, by the way, check out uh, my guys over at Bleed Lows Podcast. They dropped all of the videos, uh, all of the interviews. Um, did a, did a good job of getting all of the content this week and and you know breaking it out into each individual player and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, not not overhyping it, not clickbaiting it, just dropping the content. So um, I watched. I'll say me me and Mrs. FRG sat and watched all of uh, my guys at Bleed Lows's uh, you know their version of the the uh, the content uh the interviews from Dodger Fest but um i think it was walker who said you know this is what we wanted with the latest cbt it's 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 good for baseball for front offices to be spending money on their players this is the whole idea that players want now if you have fans saying oh the other getting paid too much and why is one team um why is one team you know, being the one that spends all the money while the other teams are, are you know, not very clearly this offseason as we still see Cody Bellinger, a free agent, Blake Snell, a free agent. Um, I guess you got to ask those owners. I mean, they're making money. They're making a lot of money. They, they are banking uh, a pretty penny into their own personal bank accounts while not spending money. And guess what? There's an important note, as Mrs. FRG always likes to point out, the Dodgers are also the ones paying those other teams at the end of the year. When you have a payroll as high as the Dodgers have, you get taxed for it. And when you get taxed for it, that money goes to the other teams, and these other teams aren't spending money to balance the com- the competition in the league. So, um, yeah, talk, talk to your local uh, team owner about why your team isn't spending, but, you know, I, I'll never be mad about it. Sorry, gang. That's not... Uh, it's not my business to be mad about um, the Rockies. I mean, I'm mad about them not spending money. But anyways, fun little tangent there. Let's have some fun there. Um, Justin hopes there's Japanese food at the stadium. I think I think they're they know what they're doing. There's got to be uh, there's going to have to be some some banger banger Japanese grub going on there. Uh, Carlos asking if uh, I think the Dodgers can fix Denelson Lamette. Another note we did not talk about here on the channel. Um, yet to Nelson Lumet on uh, Dodger Fest day agrees to a minor league deal with the Dodgers. So Dodgers be uh, swooping up all of those weird ass random Padres right now. And by all of those, I mean just him and uh, the other guy I talked about at some point right now, his name escapes me, but I, I don't, I don't know, man. The Nelson Lumet's been pretty broken since he hurt that, uh, I think it was his shoulder or his, you know, his elbow, whatever it was. Since he since he got hurt, he's been bad. He's he's just really looked lost all around. If anybody could get somebody on track, uh, on back on track, as as long as their name is not Noah Syndergaard, it would be the Los Angeles Dodgers. So I'll I'll keep my hopes high that they can do something with Lamette. I I would not uh, would not bet a lot of money on it, but yeah, I'd throw like two or three bucks on on a rebound. I just also don't know where he fits in because it's a team that has a lot of starting pitching-ish, and they have a lot of um, relief help or bullpen help. 
especially if a lot of people are healthy. But we know over the course of a long season, things become things. People get hurt. You need to have that depth. And Lamette could be somebody that has um, that depth. <laughs> I appreciate uh, the uh, the eggplant use in this, but Joel asking me, how many Dodger games do I plan on going to this year? I don't know. I really don't know. It depends on how um, how content things kind of work on here. If I'm doing, you know, if we're streaming some games live, uh, I, 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 you know, wonder how that works. But also doing some content at the at the games, and also just taking in the game as a fan. Um, you know, I don't I don't know where I decide to take things from a media perspective. I don't necessarily care about covering the team closely, um, like like in close proximity. I personally feel I get like very minimal benefit from talking to players anymore. I did been there, done that. So sorry. I mean, very different random tangent there, but let's put a Let's put a minimum. I don't know, man, these people are going to need to drop some super chats if I'm going to more games, but I'm going to say like, I'll, I'll go a minimum five games and I'm close, but also, you, you know, your boy's old, it's lazy, it's tired. Going out and fighting traffic. I don't know. Sounds like a lot of work. If you guys want me to go to more games, let me know in the comments below. Um, Joey Martinez, love this. Minimum payroll in the league, please. Would love to see it. Um, uh, Ivy Stroken wants me to open up memberships on the channel. I've I've looked at that. I don't know that I'm there yet. Maybe. Maybe we'll figure it out. I don't know what other incentives or content i would drop on that yet so if you guys have ideas let me know in the comments below but all right i wanted to shift into the fan fest uh takeaways so the two things there was um walker bueller confirmed everybody's confirmed that yes walker will start the season we already knew this but he will start the season late um he would rather you know he doesn't want to have the 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 start stop or the start stop stop uh, start stop start there it is words are hard let's uh let's um let's do uh let's do a figuring out didn't I have, I have like a sparkly thing at one point I could do do a little bit of that does that help <sighs> as I see Mister Slash X a uh, that claimed I was going to send you a super chat but I purchased a Dodger ticket that's better that's fair I mean I guess. I thought you were here for me, man. No, but um, as I saying, oh yeah. So Bueller will start the season late, which is fine. I'm okay with it. Said a million times now, it feels like already this is a team or this is a schedule uh, in the first two and a half months that very much benefits this this uh, this team, uh, specifically the Dodgers, and having so many Mondays and Thursdays off. Like they can be extremely created, creative with a a smaller rotate, smaller the shorter, smaller rotation with a four or five, you know, guy. Maybe we know they're gonna go um, uh, six man at some point, but um, we uh, as I hear my doggy, my doggy Borkin. Um, I forgot what the hell is I talking about Bueller. Oh yeah, they can they can survive having Bueller, you know skip the first month of the season and still be okay. So there was the Bueller part of it. Um, of course, we already noted spring training this week. Shohei Otani is already there in, uh, in uh, what do we call that, at Camelback Ranch. You'd love to see that. This is a dude that is hungry for um, for baseball. He also probably knew that it was going to be raining like hell in, here in L.A. So 
go somewhere where it's not raining like hell as we get a $2 super chat from zip code zero asking, do we trade for Willie Adamas? I, uh, going back a little bit, we did talk about this in the whole luck situation. I do not envision a Willie Adamas trade happening before the season for sure. I think they're going all in on Lux and worst case scenario, worst case scenario, if Lux does not um, pan out, they will, uh, you know, unless it's like something injury related, but if he's just not good, let's say he's healthy, but not good, which I don't think is going to happen. But in that situation, if he's healthy, but not good, it will, it will play out similarly to how the Miguel Vargas situation played out last year, where you give him a few months to figure it out. And if it does not figure or does not work out, he can't figure it out. Then, then ripcord. Then you go, you know, plan B, you go route, route B, you go emergency route C before uh, route B. And I think route B would be somebody like a Willie Adamas trade. Um, the Brewers would, it would be smart of them to hold on to him until the trade deadline, because uh, that's when I believe he'll have the most value um, in a deal. So, Immediately, um, immediately, no Willie Adamas, but down the road, possibility. Miguel, of course, Rojas would be a, a backup kind of dude there. But um, the other thing uh, I wanted to, to touch on here for a little bit is, of course, Diane says, hit that like and subscribe button because it's an important part of your viewing experience here. Uh, somebody did ask about a... Um, I think a, uh, a a Discord. We are talking about that uh, with my uh, business partner guy. Um, I'll figure it out. It's something I do want to add before, the, or I would like to add potentially. You know that that sort of a uh, that sort of path to to you know more conversations with people, more uh, more community, and all that kind of stuff. So let's 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 make it a soft a soft maybe for sure but um let's finally get into the final thing i wanted to talk about and and we're we're, we're hype tweeting this one for sure unless it's already out there but uh you know drop your guys opening day lineup because dave roberts dropped his opening day lineup his top 3 in the opening day lineup and it was huge this was a big reveal at FanFest as we get a super chat. Thank you. $5 from Rebecca from the the the, uh, the queen of the dingers household. $5 toward my ticket fund. So thank you, Rebecca. Thank you for the support here on the channel. Very much appreciate you guys. But yeah, quickly, Dave says the top three, Mookie, Freddy, Shohei. Kind of what you expected. Who's the rest of your lineup, though? Do you have? Do you guys have Will Smith batting cleanup, or do you have Teoscar Hernandez batting cleanup? Because I, in my mind, I've seen. I I envision the Teoscar Hernandez move. I see him batting third uh, or batting cleanup, but maybe I'm wrong with that one. I don't know. Um, I don't know how excited people are to talk about lineups. We're going to see a whole bunch of different uh, variations of the lineup for sure. I like the way Freddie talked about. Um, the idea of the lineup construction in uh, at at Dodger Fest, where he was like, you know, there was a point where I was hitting third too when you know we flipped with with Trey Turner in the 2022 season, and you know it just whatever whatever is needed, um, this team will do. I don't think anybody's going to be in one spot and and stuck there for the rest of the season. Um, Gavin Lux could be somebody if he's going well. 
you really, really extend the lineup. I think they're really gonna they're gonna plug him into that eight or nine spot, most likely the nine spot, and just kind of leave him there. But if you decide to get a little crazy, get a little nuts, put a little a few drinks in you, you might consider moving him to lead off like Jerry Harrison Jr. really, really wants, or putting him in the two hole or something like that. Again, highly unlikely, but it's something that is uh that's out there that is an option uh for sure, as um Sarah Morris's Max Muncie and and Richard Flores dropping a 999 super chat. Appreciate the hell out of you, Richard. Says to shut up the clueless, brain dead individuals who complain about the Dodgers, including how long it took to get their Starbucks. This is Dodgers can just win the whole damn thing. Problem solved. Go win, you shut up the haters. It's real easy to do, and I agree with that one. You quiet the haters. When you're winning ball games, and then people will be mad that the Dodgers keep being in the World Series and all this, and then, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. We're we're just here to have a good time, and thankfully, we get to have a great time because of our uh, great Dodger uh, front office for sure. But I appreciate the super chat there. Um, <laughs> Showtime LA says super chat super chats flying in. I started a trend. We love trendsetters. Uh, my guy, Mr. Kevin Skinner. It says, love the top three. Mookie and Freddie are the best duo at the top. Prove us wrong on that one for sure. Uh, the only wrong answer, uh, in his opinion, is doing something that those three players don't want to do. And, you know, Freddie being open, we know last year Mookie was open to not needing to be the leadoff guy anymore, which was a big step, a big um, leap forward in his you know professional career, um, being able to not being open to not leading off or open to, yeah, open to not leading off. Um, I like Noah's lineup here. He just dropped. We'll get to that in a second, but Shohei has hit lead off. He's hit a lot of second in his career. He's hit some third. I think Shohei can do just about anything. We've, we've seen it. That's part of the reason why the Dodgers signed the unicorn, a air, air quotes again. Um, I don't think there's any wrong answer to the top three in whatever, you know, construction they decide to go there. But, um, you know, where it goes beyond that, as I, I think I said, Sarah Morris said batting Max Muncy fourth, where I decided to get a little more hyped on Max after his uh, his conversation, after his quotes at um, at Dodger Fest. We'll talk more about those in another, another video or whatever it may be. I will also be, you know, talking, um, doing the full – roster breakdown preview series, uh, spring training preview like i said dropping this week and we will be talking about the infield um with somebody special if uh, if everything lines up the way it's supposed to go as uh we get two dollars super chat super chat in the chat here from zip code zero appreciate you again uh with the two dollar super chat saying buy or sell bobby miller makes all-star game i'll buy it I'll buy that for two dollars. I think um, Bobby's going to be like I don't. He's either going to be great or he's going to be very bad. I don't know that there's much in between for Bobby. But you know what? If he's good, I think he's got enough hype behind him to to be an all star type of dude. Joel says Bobby, uh, Big D Bobby gets uh, 15 to 20 wins. 20 wins would be insane, especially in this economy. Oof. Um, but, you know, I, I, uh, I'd, 13 wins. I'm going 13 wins. Uh, wins don't matter to these people anymore. I'm an OG. 
give me wins. Wins mean something to me. Wins mean your your pitcher is staying in the game. They're allowing your 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 bullpen to rest because they're not just no nobody pitches five innings and goes out and gets the win and and gets that many wins. Um, yada yada. Someone had that long ass argument about pitching wins, but not right now. Right now it's, it's late. My throat's hurting probably a little bit because I'm still recovering from celebrating Dodger Fest on um, on Saturday. But what I see is a four ninety nine super chat from Ange 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 from Ang Angie Ang 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 Ang. Did I go with Ang? Does that one work? From Ange. Thank you, Ange. I'm assuming I'm saying that one right. Finally, four ninety nine going towards my ticket fund. I didn't know I started a ticket fund, but you guys did for me, and I appreciate that. Showtime LA says, I'm going to be a rich man, but I appreciate you, Ange. Um, oh, it could be Ang Lee, according to Samuel Ellis. Oh, my God, we are famous. Also, back in the day, we used to be Mr. and Mr. Worldwide, but right now I'm just Mr. Worldwide in here as Akira is in the chat watching from Tokyo. Thank you for watching and hanging out with us, uh, Akira-san. Appreciate that. Um, but we're probably somewhere pretty close hitting that wrap it up button. I did say I was going to drop Noah Ortega's lineup here. You guys sound off if you like it or not. But we got Mookie, Freddie, Otani, Smitty, Max Muncie, Teoscar Hernandez, Outman, Hayward, and Lux. And that's kind of what I assume the lineup would be. The only thing I would do is I don't know whether or not I'd flip-flop the the, the Smitty and, and T, uh, Teo, as they call them. I don't know if I would flip-flop them or not. That one of the one of the concerns almost did it. I would say about the the Will Smith thing is, um, you know he's he's a catcher. He's not going to play every day. So to maybe try to add that um, that consistent um, top four in your lineup or top five to not have to change that up too much. As, as where there's the reality of Will Smith will need to sit one or two days a week or one or two games a week. That's the only reason I would consider, one of the reasons why I would consider moving him down. But in, in the other light or in the other reality, he's also very good at driving in runs. He's got the pop. I think he's going to have a big year as long as he stays, you know, doesn't fracture that rib that all of a sudden gives him delayed pain like they tried to sell to us last year. But um, either way, I don't think there's a wrong answer. With this lineup, it, it any in any way, shape, or form, we got Jay Hay batting eighth in your version of a lineup, and I think that's about it's going to be Jay Hay or Manuel Margot talking about these guys batting eighth in the lineup and Lux ninth. It's going to be a scary good lineup if everything works out the way we expect it to. So we like we like where things are going with these uh, with these boys in blue, but. I'd say this is a good button-up point, and we'll leave it with Jonathan Ramirez saying, go Dodgers, it's time to win. I am—I don't know about y'all, but I'm very, very excited to see pitchers and catchers reporting this week. I'm excited for the content that we're going to be dropping this week. Um, some uh, some familiar faces will be joining the chat, uh, joining the channel. Some new faces will be joining the channel as we preview the series, uh, preview the season heading into spring training. So again, do consider hitting that subscribe button uh, to follow along when uh, and, and see the videos when they do drop. All those things really do help out the channel when you subscribe. Um, IB Stroken, really good point. Don't forget to check out the website, alldodgers.com. Um, I have no way of telling people to subscribe there, but just go read it. It helps out. And then soon enough, you know, we're going to keep blowing it up. 
read my stuff, read the stuff from Mrs. FRG, and um, uh, I will appear in your dreams, I think. Hit the thumbs up button on your way out, guys. I am Clint. You can find me as the as Real FRG on the social media things. I appreciate you hanging out. I appreciate you for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, the, the, the great questions, the commentary, just generally hanging out here. And, of course, thank you so, so damn much for those super chats. Uh, they really, really help out the channel. They really, really help me feel uh, delicious. Real delicious. City Boy Chad says, Clint Gang or don't bang. I, pre- I appreciate that, I think. And Jonathan Ramirez checking out says, thank you. Appreciate you. And um, that's it. Again, subscribe. It's completely free. And I'll see you on the next one. Okay, bye.